Welcome back everybody to another week of the Ristic Buddies Podcast. I am your host, Hansel. Joining me are my two co-hosts. The one that is always here every episode so far, Mitch. What's up? And the person that we are considered to relegating as a guest, Jordan. Oh, you son of a bitch. Hi. <laughs> Wait, who asked you to, you know, have work and want to earn hey. money? It's not my fault that I have a job, god damn it. <laughs> hey, you can just be like me and have seven days off. Oh, okay, just be like Mitch. Oh. Hey. I'm happy. Are you? <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I I just using my I just using my uh, salary to wipe my tears away. That's all. What this fifty dollar note very wet. <laughs> yes. I'm also I not happy. Yeah. Oh. Well, what can I get? Uh, if I saw a little bit off, I because recently a few days ago I just contracted the, you know, the disease. The the big C. The, the big, big C. C. Yes. You know, we can't, we can't really say it out loud because I scared the, we get people demonetized because of the word. But yes, I got it. That's why I sound a little bit off. But that will not stop us from having our recording even though, you know, fucking last week, or was it last last week we didn't record because we were all a little bit too busy. So today we're gonna go a fast one since Streets of Nick has been out for quite a while already and you guys have already, you know, get to play with the cards. You got... Uh, I hope you all bought your cards that you wanted to play with and bought your commander. But today, you know, since I, for some reason, right, apparently the com- the mm. episodes that we talk about combo is the one that people like to hear the most. Oh, god damn it. So I guess you guys- I wonder all, why. <laughs> I guess you all are just degenerates like us. So we're just going to talk about combos that is so-called new or is uh, added in because uh the release of Streets of New Capena. I will try my best to mute myself when I cough, but if I cough, well, sucks to be you guys, just deal with it. You know, you could just cough on uh, the chat and then just ha- ask producer to edit it out. Hey, you yeah. know what? Hey, producer-san, I know you are not here today, but if you, you know, now you hear this, if I cough, you know what to do. <laughs> Alright, okay. okay. I'm trying to be nice when you can just make his life harder. Very true. Who asked you not to be here, am I right? Oh, exactly. <laughs> is, this, is this how, is this how, uh, how it goes on episodes that are not here? Well, <laughs> God damn. Yes, actually. <laughs> yes, oh, he, no. he should be here all the time. Okay, uh, expected of our pot. Okay, 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 let's go, let's go. Let's not delay because, you know, we don't think too long. But the how we started with this topic was because one day I was having lunch with Mitch and we got into a very big discussion, I think almost an hour worth, talking about one card, which is Body Laundra. So we'll start with that combo. So the combo is essentially Body Laundra plus Kami Guide plus a Sack Outlet. So, Body Laundra is the new card from New Capena. Double black, two colorless, death touch. Uh, when a non-token creature you control dies, Body Laundra connives. So, connives is uh, you draw a card, discard a card. If you discard a non-land, put a plus one plus one counter on the creature. When Body Laundra dies, return another target non-rogue creature card with equal or lesser power from your graveyard to the battlefield. So, Body Laundra is a uh, ogre rogue. That's why, you know, no rogue so they cannot look with itself. But, that's when our old favorite come into play, which is Kami Guide. So Kami Guide is a 5 mana, 2-2 two, two angel spirit. Uh, enters the battlefield, uh, you return target creature for your graveyard onto the battlefield. It has echo. And any sec outlet will do. The reason why we are talking with, uh, we want to start with this was, in all three colors that you can play Body Laundra, so it's Abzan, uh, was it Esper, and the last one is called Madu. So we'll start with the Madu one, which I feel is the weakest. So essentially, you get Body Laundra plus Kami Guide. Uh, you will uh, use, what's the card called? Mm, Goblin Bombardment. Rinse and repeat, you kill the table. Nothing exciting. Are you guys okay with that? 
Oh, that's damn boring. Yeah, nothing exciting. So, uh, essentially, if you have an ETB, uh, red card, so which is your Bofferus or whatever, or uh, what's the stupid thing called? Uh, the, the other one, the enchantment, also infinite. Uh, then the one that is Mitch is a little bit more excited for is the one that is in Suta. I uh, not Suta. Sorry, is in Green Abzan. So basically, is you just need one card. It's a one card starter. Essentially, you just need Protein Hawk. You you will use Protein Hawk. Uh, sack the Protein Hawk. Using the Protein Hawk, you take Kami Guide plus Viserysia. Kami Guide bring in Protein Hawk. Viserysia sack the Protein Hawk. You take Body Launderer plus uh what's that called? Zulapot Cutthroat. Infinite loop, everyone die from Zulapot Cutthroat. And the one that makes Jonathan the most excited, if you are playing in Esper, Body Laundra, Kami Guide, a sec, uh, recurring set outlet, and Torica. So essentially, because you connive, you also have infinite draw. So you draw your whole deck, and the final trigger of Body Laundra, you take back the... Uh, you take back the Torica from your graveyard, and you win from there. In a sense, it's a Torica combo that cannot be interacted via counter spell. You only have to I stay stifle. Yeah, you have to either stifle or you have to instant speed remove the graveyard with the trigger on the stack. So we'll start with you, Mitch. We talk about this in length. What do you think about this combo with the body launderer? I mean, when I said I was uh excited about the protein hawk combo, it's just another line of play. It let's be honest, protein hawk. You can throw a stone and hit three hawk combos with it. So But at least the cards this time are actually useful in protein hawk because a lot of the protein hawk line, you are playing a lot of very redundant cards. At least in my opinion, yes. your your body laundry and comic guard are at least useful cards. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm actually quite excited about the combo because it's a it is naturally three cards, but two of the cards can be uh, one of the cards can be in the graveyard without issue. The set outlet can be virtually anything, and it enables you to if you have the mana to just go through your whole deck, then do what you need to do, and you can stop. Cast all your free mana rocks, cast your soul ring. Uh, any extra mana that you have, you can cast it. Uh, if you need to draw cards, you can do that. You can stop at any time and just do whatever you want. Powerful. Oh, yeah. Hey, technically, even if... Oh, I just realized, for the Esper combo, right? If You also can technically take back... Uh, what is it called, ma? Can you technically take back... Uh, Laboratory Maniac? Because you technically have a draw with Body Launderer. But you need another creature to sack away, I think. Yeah, you do. Body Laundra, take back. Yeah, yeah, you have to have another creature to sack away. Alright, Jordan, so what do you think of the combo? Do you like it? It has your I think I like creature. it. I think I like it just be- <laughs> simply because of, it's just another, it's basically just another, it just makes your hotlines more durable, I suppose. But it's it's not like the hotlines need any other additional help, right? Mm, I, I guess. Like I said, I, I yeah. feel for me the only advantage to playing this is I feel is it, is it in black, that's all? No, the, the two cards that you are using is Kami Card and Body Laundra are actually good magic cards. Not like yes. the Breakfast Hawk combo, you are playing a lot of rubbish cards. That if you mm, Just to just get the engine going, yeah, uh, basically. And then, you, and then you draw those cards, you get very sin. You essentially are drawing, you have a bunch of garnet in your deck. With the Body Laundra line, is you none of the cards are garnets. You can actually use them. Mm, fair enough. Uh, I think I, I'm not, not, so, not say very excited about it. Yeah, it's more of like, okay, it looks good. Looks good. That's all. Obviously, it's just a good. It's just a good card, lah. Body launderer. Yeah, because obviously the, yeah. the thing is right. This combo is not said it already existed, but in the mm. sense that you can replace the body launderer with, uh, Revelock, and you technically can do the same look as well. But with the body launderer line, it is cheaper, lah. 
it is cheaper in terms of mana, but you have to play an additional color. As someone who mm. used to combo off with the Revelat combo, I quite like the Body Laundry line. But it's 50-50 lah. It's, it's up to your play style. I don't think the Hawk Knight is good enough for CEDH, definitely. But, definitely if you are, yeah, but if you are playing, you know, our level, power level 8, 9, you want a combo, even 7 or 8, you want a combo, Body Laundry, Comic Guide combo, I think is good enough uh, in, most, in most decks. Obviously, by having, yep. like, you already, you have access to every fucking tutor under the sun, uh, so. That's quite true. Alright, next. You also hmm? kind of have, um, the pieces are too expensive for CDH, so I don't think you'll see CDH play. Mm, because Kami hey, is 5, and the other one is 4. Protein Hawk died when, when they banned Flash. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> Flash Memorial Day, F. To be fair, right, the, even then, you still won't play this line, huh? you'll still play the cheaper lines. Yes, of course. <laughs> Alright, let's go to next. So this is a modern that uh most likely maybe we'll see competitive play. So the combo we have text is I hate to say is Luxia plus Devoted Druid. So uh, Well, Devoted Druid, another fucking card that you can throw a stone and hit a combo with it. Well a devoted druid combo, I am shocked. So oh. let me just resolve uh, uh Luxia, Luxia Giada's gift is a The problem with it uh, is because of this, it's one mana. Okay? Yes. The legendary artifact equipment. It's a one mana equipment. Okay, creature get plus one plus one for each counter on it. Equip permanent isn't a planeswalker and a creature in addition to its other type. This part doesn't matter. Equip creature, uh, equip planeswalker for one, equip for three. Mitch, please take it away. Explain the Luxio devoted combo. So, uh, for me, the way that it... Uh, I will explain the combo first. Um, Because you get it gets a minus one, minus one counter to untap it. Luxio gives it plus one, plus one, so basically it kind of cancels out. So the Devoted Druid will never die, no matter how many minus one, minus one counters there are. Uh, so you basically have infinite green mana. It's the same fucking thing that you can do with reconfiguration, uh, uh, the, the, the Vizier. Yes. The difference for me with this is that <laughs> you don't actually have to search for two creatures. What you can do is search for one land, one creature. So it adds a bit more uh, resilience to the combo. So, for me, it's you search out the Urza Saga or you lay the Urza Saga. The turn before it goes off, you caught in the Devoted Druid. Oh wow, I have gone off. Color me surprise. It's just, it's just a good fast. It's not even that fast, right? The Swift reconfiguration is faster, I suppose. Uh, no. Uh, what was it? We did the calculation. If you can turn one, uh, you can turn one, cast the Luxio. Turn 2, cast huh. the Devoted Druid, you can go off on turn 3. Oh, I mean, wow. you okay, don't even fast. need the Luxio, you can have the turn 1 Urza Saga, you still go off on turn 3. Yeah, yeah. Uh, turn 3 Urza Saga or turn 1 Luxio, you go off on turn 3. Damn. It's ridiculous lah, let's, let's be very real here. <laughs> I mean, like what me say, it's a, it's a Devoted Druid combo, let's... What, I'm calling me surprised that it is powerful. It is... It exists. But, All the mana in the world can't save you. I like how people are excited about like, oh, Luxio, you know, they can turn their Planeswalker into creature, while then they can ultimate the Planeswalker in peace because they cannot take down. But the three of us thinking like, oh, it's just a Devoted Druid combo. Wow, exciting. Let's move on. Exactly. Oh, you're boring people, man. Oh my god. <laughs> we can't get excited about uh, magic cards anymore. <laughs> at the time I look at Peer into the Abyss, I, I feel a bit stiff. So anyway, to just cut this short, because how Luxio is colorless, uh, Urza Saga is just a land, 
you it's a mono green combo. You just need a devoted druid. So whatever your color, if it has green, you technically can uh do the Luxio combo. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's so fucking stupid. Yeah, it is fucking stupid. You can turn one layer of forest and crop rotation and you still go off turn three. Ah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All you Not need, them. all you need is, and if your commander is a mana outlet, I mean that's not much to say lah. Easiest is Trasios. So if you're telling me Trasios team now list in CDH plays this combo, I will ask why, but I won't be surprised. Uh, all right, next. On times ahead. Uh, I I might I I'm not sure what I'm not sure what to do by the way. I'm I may be making back uh Trasios team now for my CDH, but I don't think I'll be oh. playing this. <laughs> Since when have you ever not played Trasios team now? Yeah. Hey, I. Always play Trasios, but the team now sometimes change to... Oh, god damn it. <laughs> sometimes change to the zombie. Alright, next one is uh the combo that I'm running. So as I mentioned, I'm very excited to play her. And when I got my hand on a foil one, uh, I immediately made her. So just to preface, I got the ability wrong the last episode, okay? I mentioned it in the previous episode. Uh, I type it out that I'm a, I made a mistake. But essentially, the card is Genie Fey, Jetmere Second. So Genie Fey, Jetmere Second is legendary creature elf druid. It is a hybrid red green, green, hybrid green white. Yes, it is. You can turn one Genie Fey with fucking die, uh, Jeweled Lotus. Hey, damn. If you create one or more tokens, you may instead create that many 2-2 two, two green creature token with haste or met that many 3-1 top creature token with vigilance. I got the ability wrong. I thought it's like... Uh, What's the name of the Chatterfang where you make one token, you get the squirrel token. But instead, this is a replacement effect. So the combo with Genie Fey is Genie Fey plus Lumin... I believe it's called Luminous Angel plus a sec outlet. So Luminous Angel is a 6 mana card from Innistrad. Uh, whenever a non-spirit creature die, you get a 1-1 one, one, uh, spirit. So that spirit will come in as either a cat or a dog, you will sack to the sec outlet, and then you have infinite. I think you have the card wrong. It's not Luminous Angel. Yep, it's not Luminous Angel. Shit. What's the angel called? You know what? Mitch, you find out. I'll explain the combo. So, uh, essentially, it's just... Uh, yeah, you just uh, sack, the, sack the creature. Because uh, 1-1 spirit coming as a dog or a cat is no longer a spirit. So, you yeah. sack, rinse, and repeat. Obviously, the powerful thing here is the infinite with the goblin bombardment. But I will say this first. Requiem angel. Ah, requiem angel. Uh, yes, requiem angel. So, it's a 6 mana flyer if I'm not wrong. Uh, so essentially what you will do is you will do the infinite damage but the good thing is you can play it with Skull Clam. So in the deck I'm running also Urza Saga plus Skull Clam. You get the two piece is basically when the in- the spirit come into play as a dog you clam the dog it becomes the spirit you cl- then turn it into a dog rinse and repeat. Essentially for every mana you have you can just uh, sack uh, the uh, two ma- uh, one mana draw two cards essentially. So it's a very, very powerful combo or oh. a powerful synergy. If you think about it, it's also quite thematic because you can clamp the dog, technically speaking. Oh, wow, please. Oh. <laughs> what, what the fuck? Can we please don't? I don't need to get the the you know, the angry animal people to come and message us. Hey, shit. <laughs> yeah, so uh, anyway, Mitch have seen this deck in action. Uh, He has never seen the Luminous Angel combo. I personally have actually never pulled it off. The deck, essentially, as I promised, it is a Halo Fountain Green Con. Uh, but the deck oh, God. The deck. I guess you can, with Ashna's Altar, produce infinite colors, and then you can just draw your whole deck with Scotland. Yeah, you can. I mean, but it's yeah. extra pieces. Uh. Look, I'm playing Halo Fountain. I cannot play actual good cards. I have to play Halo Fountain. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Halo Fountain is a good card. Hey, it's, it's just, just for, the, the for the dream. 
forget it, man. Alright, let's go with the next one. So, the next one is... I'm gonna let Jonathan handle it. So, this is... Jonathan's gonna build this combo. It's uh, TVT Seller of Secret plus Time Sieve. Um, yeah. Let me read out TVT and then Jonathan can explain the combo. So, TVT is... Uh, I think... Well, let me find. It's a 5 mana Sphinx. Uh, yes. Esper, uh, blue, white, black, and two color. Eh? Six and three mana, color. Sorry. Three, three generic. Three generic. Esper, uh, white, blue, black, which is for six mana. Legendary creatures, Sphinx Rogue, Flying, Ward Tree. And then it has Console Dilemma. It's a very long, long ass mechanic. Okay, back then when we were. It was what? Conspiracy, was it? Yeah, I think it was Conspiracy. Yeah, it was Conspiracy. Yeah, so essentially, where uh, Council Dilemma has the ability is whenever TV enters the battlefield or deal combat damage to a player, starting with you, each player votes for uh, evidence or bribery. For each evidence vote, investigate. For each bribery vote, create a treasure token. Yes. While voting, you may vote an additional time. So basically, you have two votes. Am I right, Jordan? Yes, that is correct. Okay, and then the other piece is Time Seif. So please explain the combo. Go for it. Okay, so basically, Time Seif is... Uh, I think it's... Give me a second. Let me go find it. Walao we Scarf Bodo. I was reading the card you could have typed the whole time, eh. Hey, shit. Oh, okay. So basically, Time Seif is... Uh, it called, it's an artifact for uh, blue and black. So it has this uh, ability where you tap, sacrifice five artifacts, take an extra turn after this one. So uh, the combo here is basically very simple. Uh, when you cast TV... Because when TV uh, ETBs, there are four players including you. But because you can vote an additional time, there'll be five artifacts for you to sacrifice. Assuming no one disrupts the combo, obviously. But uh, yeah, so once you, once you get it done, the combo is to take an extra turn where you can use TV to smack someone in the head and create five additional tokens again. The main issue with this, uh, it's a fun jacking combo, which is the reason why I like it. But that's a major problem with this combo which is you will run out of opponents and you cannot uh, create enough tokens artifact tokens for you to uh, redo time save again and again and again yes because the person yes. running out of opponents you know just caught winning uh, technically you will want to keep hitting your opponents equally for equal measure find your other com- wing con combo which hey surprise you can run Tasa Oracle and uh, Demonic Consultation hey but isn't it almost deterministic because you always have five votes, right? And that's no, like, no, 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 no. I get what you mean. Yeah, you one dies, one, you... yeah, one opponent dies, you only get four artifacts. Yeah, and another opponent dies, you only get three. So, right now, uh, oh, you will, oh, after the first guy die, you will be less one. Yes, correct. Actually, after so, the first one die, you already have mm, finite already, what? Yes, correct. So, which is why you, you will either want to, uh, you will either want to keep them all low, find your wing con from the, from the draws and try to win from there. But the thing is, it's actually pretty oh, easy to find uh, the, uh, what I call it, to find treasures, uh, to find artifacts, simply because the way I'm playing it is I'm going to play pure, uh, I'm going to play ad nauseum artifacts, basically, turbo nose. So I thought it would be an issue since I'm running so many mana rocks. Uh, yeah. Assuming that they don't hit little, you only have 10 hits to find something. Yes. But then again, you're running, you're running, you're running blue and you're running black, uh, so... To be fair, getting rid of it is also not as easy because it has mm. tree, so it's actually quite pricey to just target this motherfucker and getting rid of it that way. But if they, they can hit your time sieve, so you have that going for you. and you have to That's quite true. And the sacrifice thing also, it's quite, I mean, once your combo disrupts, you're basically a dead, dead fish. But it's fun because it's janky. You have any comments on this, Mitch? He's going to roll his eyes, that's what. 
who are missing that my eyes have been unrolled since <laughs> you started talking. Oh, then I am very honored. I, I like the bootleggers one better. <laughs> because Honestly. the bootleggers one is a deter- uh, is 100%. It's a de- deterministic combo. So I just go into it. So the new card is bootlegger stash. Uh, bootlegger stash is a uh, 6 mana. Hmm. 1 green and 5 generic. Uh, it's and a, a lot of money. Yeah. Actually, the price went down already. I believe it's about 25 now currently. Yeah. So, hey, uh, my, my, my call on the prices are still correct. So essentially, bootlegger stash, is a, it has a very simple ability. Lens you con uh lens you control have tap create a treasure token. Hey, talking about treasure token, Jonathan, do you know Mitch finally pulled the trigger on Doxa Extortionist? I heard. Wow. Where where is your uh what I call it? Self-restraint. Hey, I saw a lot of self-restraint. I asked a lot of people opinions, should I pull the trigger? <laughs> I thought about it for a very long time and it was like it makes more sense to just fucking do it now. I see. It, I can respect that. It really does, ah. Uh. Because the, the argument, uh, we digress a little bit, the argument we have and we were thinking is because one, Baldur's Gate is on a dock, you know, it's a seaport. So, I'm expecting dockside extortionists to be there. But then again, Weezus has been known to say, fuck logic and fuck you guys, let's make the card even more expensive by not printing the card. So, hmm. the, the, the argument I have with Mish is, you just buy the dockside now. Push come to shelf, they really reprint the dockside. The dog side, the price will go back up. It will, it's not like you pay $84 now. In the future, the dog side will be lesser than $84. Uh, cards like Jewel Lotus, uh, Mana Drain, Vampiric Tutor, Force of Will has proven time and time again, Mana Creep especially, that when you reprint, the card will go down. But it will just go back up after a few months. Yes. So it's especially when the... When, when the if, even though they say it's unlimited print run, right, your, your LGS won't really necessarily bring in the product yes, every single time. So, as I was telling Misha, you just buy now, and let's say they repay you, you just buy another copy, oh, for another deck. And technically, mm? yeah, sorry. Technically, oh, even if Mitch buys now, right, mm. it's still the OG printing of the I mean, Toxite. The whole the, value as well, anyways. The, it doesn't really matter, like, at that point, because yeah. uh, it's the OG printing is not like it's a, what's it called, reserve list card. But, mm. at the end of the day is, if now, if, okay, this is my personal opinion, uh, Toxite now currently is, I give it $90 easier. When the what's it called when if it's reprinted in Baldur's Gate this is my guess okay my prediction it will drop to about 60 55 to 60 that is my personal opinion because it has been proven the way people open pack right very crazy one. especially when it's a ED, it's a EDH uh, set so yeah so like that lor. so uh, if you guys want to buy your uh, you guys are wondering whether you guys buy your dog side. I personally would think just go for it. La. It doesn't hurt. But anyway, back I, to the combo. We're not a finance podcast. Oh yeah, but we're yes. not a finance podcast. Uh, don't forget that. <laughs> so talking about bootlegger stash. So bootlegger stash is uh, basically land you control, have create a treasure token. So if you just have uh, five lands, five lands plus a bootlegger, you have six, you already have six mana to cast bootlegger stash. Assuming you are using, you are in green, you are using land ram. You really can cast bootlegger stash means you can have you have more than five mana. So you use the mana, create treasure, use the time sieve, suck the treasure, take turn, rinse and repeat for infinite item. EXD basically. Unlike, you can jo- tenic- yeah. Unlike Jonathan, oh. this is a deterministic combo. Hey, god damn it. <laughs> yeah, so that that's that that much is about it. Lah. So bootlegger stash, I think I, I've played it already. Uh I think it's Okay, it's not say okay. Is it a powerful card? I say yes. I will admit first, it's a powerful card. It's a powerful magic card. 
But six mana is very, very big. It's very, very expensive. And the TV combo, you can add an additional piece is you are in white, you can play Anointed Procession, which allows your combo to uh, go longer. So, assuming you are not playing a CDH, even if you are playing CDH, I don't see a reason not to run if you are insisting on running a TV combo. Attack with Anointed Procession, instead of making 5, you make 10. So, rinse and repeat, you have Infinite Turn. Alright, next we have is oh, Car- Carmela Glamour Thief. So, Carmela Glamour Thief is a uh, Grixis. One blue red, one blue black red, legendary creature vampire rogue. It has haste. Pay one colorless tap at Grixis color. Set uh spend this mana only to cast instant or sorcery spell. When Carmela Glamour Thief dies, with up to one target instant or sorcery from your graveyard to your hand. So this combo was brought up to us by our friend Wen Chao. Essentially, the combo is very simple. You have at least four snowland. Uh, you cast blood on the snow. Carmela dies. It will. Uh, blood on the Stone will bring back Carmela and Carmela Trigger will bring back Blood on the Stone allowing you to have a soft lock where every turn you can just keep pot wiping I mean that's Mitch, some very sick shit Mitch you are the pot wipe person uh, so what do you think of this? That is quite shitty <laughs> I, I mean it's, I guess it's fine but you you can't even use Carmela's mana for everything you need to you float one instant sorcery you can do it on you just need four. You just need four colorless, ma. You four colorless, uh, as long as two of hey one of it one of the swamp one of the snowland is a swamp. You can use Carmela ability to get the infinite, ma. No, infinite but what I mean swamp. is the mana, right? Because Carmela is herself producer's mana, what? Yes, restrictive so, mana. Restrictive mana. Hmm. So even if you try and use Carmela to pay for it, you are your for two of the thing and the other four has to be from lands or oh, yeah. snow artifacts however it has to be snow like, essentially you must use the snow mana so snow lands will be the best case scenario lo. so it's not say uh, like a very powerful combo but it is a soft lock that does exist and if you are playing Carmela as your commander it doesn't hurt to just run a few snow land and running the uh, what is it called the blood on the snow obviously the snow land I don't know what are the prices now I'm not paying attention to it but it shouldn't be that expensive. Huh? Before we go to the next card, have you guys seen the alternate art for Carmela yet? Oh, uh, yeah. I, I just... I, I put it in the in our Discord channel. Mitch, have you seen it, Yeri? Yeah. Why the fuck is her neck so long? You look at it. Isn't that like a fucking long ass neck? Maybe she's a vampire. Oh. I don't know how that makes sense, but sure. I thought the vampire is supposed to have long fangs, not long necks, but you know. Maybe maybe it's an maybe it's artistic impression. Oh, your face is an artistic impression, thanks. Maybe she's just a straw. That's why maybe, she's a vampire. You know, you know maybe the uh, the artist used to work for uh, Clem Studio, you know. The manga anime <laughs> studio with elongated limbs. Oh yeah, then they ne- we cannot see the rest of the body, but I will assume the rest is long as fuck as well. Yeah. Hey, if anyone is a reference, right, just watch Code Gears. You'll get you know what we're talking about. If anyone if any of you get the reference, you guys are either very old or you like to watch very old anime. <laughs> What's that? I, I know Clem from where I think it was I uh, XXXholic I, I, no, no, no. I read the one after XXXholic I read the Subasa Chronicles Oh okay yes That, that one too Cut Sakura Technically is But uh, the limbs are not too bad Because they are kids Well but the XXXholic Is the is the most egregious one Yes Well the, the female The witch wow, That one No brain no man So long Everything's long <laughs> Neck long and Maybe the Maybe for the male character The other one also long Eh shit Alright, we'll go to the next one. So the next one we have is uh it's a EZ combo. Essentially it's Arcane Bombardment is the card. 
Arcane Bombardment is a 6 mana enchantment, double rate for generic. Whenever you cast your first instant or sorcery spell each turn, exile an instant or sorcery card at random from your graveyard, then copy each card exiled with Arcane Bombardment. You may cast any number that co- uh, of the copies without paying their mana cost. It is technically uh, undenom- undeterministic combo, but you can technically make it deterministic mm. with Delph mechanics. So, the combo is Arcane Bombardment plus Time Magic. What you just need to do is uh, you use those uh, Time Magic that does not self-exile, uh, if you have a fuck ton of mana and you will play Time Stretch, if you have a fuck ton of money, you will play Capture of Jingzhou and, and Temporal Manipulation. If you are a normal human being, you will play Time Walk. That is the few that I can think of. Oh, there is one more. If you are even cheaper, you will play uh, Walk the Aeons. So these are the few Time Magic of your options. So essentially, what you will do is you most likely will cast... Uh, the two best options will be either... Uh, What's the Sampan called, Mitch? Do you, can you recall? I cannot remember the name suddenly. Draw uh, I don't remember. Treasure Cruise. Ah, yes. Treasure Cruise. Draw three cards. Or you mm. will play... The best one will be, in this case, uh, Dig Through Time. So what you will do is you cast Dig Through Time, uh, delve, all every, delve every other card that is not your time magic. Uh, Dig Through Time will, tri- uh, will trigger Arcane Bombardment. Arcane Bombardment will then uh, exile your time magic. And then you will take the time magic and then with your dig through time on the stack, you use the dig through time to take another spell. Now your only instant or sorcery in your graveyard is dig through time. You cast your next instant or sorcery, you get dig through time. And then more or less, as long as you can keep churning out spells, which is not very difficult because you already exile a dig through time, you can inf- technically infinitely keep taking turns after turns after turns after turns. So, so basically just time magic on steroids. Yeah, I mean it's a six mana combo. Yeah. So, of, in my opinion also, uh, Arcane Bombardment, even if you don't use it as a combo, I think it's uh, just an okay card. It is no uh, Thousand Year Storm, but I think mm. it's, a, it's a fun magic okay. card. Uh. It's going to make uh, a lot of those Spell Slinger Timmy, Spell Slinger Johnny very happy to play. It's, their, it's, that, it's like the uh, the card from Ixalan, the one when you cast your first spell. Uh, I can't remember the name of the card. So, anyway, Mitch, you were saying about mod uh, standard combo, is it? I think there are some people brewing a standard combo with Arcane Bombardment. I, I didn't really look that deep into the deck. It looks fun, I guess. What was the combo? What is the combo for it? I think it's just a value combo. I need to go and look. I can't remember offhand. You, what do you think about the combo, Jordan? I know you're not You are not the EZ player in our group. You know, I'm not. Definitely, I, I, I built multiple EZ decks and none of them had any lasting success. <laughs> or not really say success, but more of like lasting impression on me. I just built and it's like, eh. I think the, my last one is which one is like, Karan knows her. I only played one game and I just gave up. <laughs> Obviously, if you are a jazz guy, it will be better. You can sack, uh, you have the enchantment. Hey, you know, if, if only EZ had, uh, had black. Hey. hey. <laughs> Why not just play Grixis then settle all your problems? Exactly. You got a lot of more, you got more, a lot more Delph card to choose from anyway, if that's the case. <laughs> exactly. Wow, the, the eyes really roll them far back, yeah. I think I'm, my eyes are just rolling further and further until it's almost the right way. Why? Hey, shit. Why? Wow. If only Ezra has black. <laughs> exactly. It's a you don't say, might as well don't say kind of statement. Hey. But you have, sometimes you have to say some shit. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm not too sold on it. It is a fun magic card. Whether, it, whether or not if it is efficient for that card slot, I would say no. I would say this first. Huh? Arcane mm. Bombardment is a card that I think a lot of people will enjoy and have fun playing if they are not playing with people like us. Yes. The moment someone in our group cast Arcane Bombardment, whoever have a tutor or a remover, they will hit the Arcane Bombardment. You can tell me I don't have a combo with it. I just don't want to know. I will just hit your Arcane Bombardment. Would you hit mine? Huh? Would you hit mine? 
Your Arcane Bombardment? Yeah. What deck will you play Arcane Bombardment in? Raha. Hmm. No, oh. because if I hit your Arcane Bombardment, right, you will use it as a logic, right, that I am impeding your ramp and then you'll be hitting me first, so I won. So you can hit other people. Big brain. <laughs> Just because it's Mitch playing Radha, right? <laughs> you know what? Uh, let's be fair. Most of the time, the instant and sorceries in my fucking graveyard are going ram. to be ramp. <laughs> Wait, you're going to ramp a fuck ton, yeah? I mean, it's not like I'm not going to ramp a fuck ton anyway. Uh... It's a six mana. Plus another ramp spell just to fucking start ramping. You know, it's been so That's long quite since, true. I, since I played with your Raha. I think the last time we played was like last week. It's been so long since I played with your Raha. You know, like last week we played on Friday. Yeah, so I, I miss playing like like making a simple deck. I just recently just keep making cards that lay like 20 million pieces combo to work together. Maybe I'll go make a simple ass deck that doesn't need to think much. Maybe the Halo Fountain uh, deck has spoiled you quite a bit. Yeah, the Halo deck. Wow, that's damn difficult, yeah, the deck. Not gonna lie. The pieces are needlessly difficult and it's a very... It's a deck, right? To pull off this Halo Fountain win consistently, right? You are playing with mm-hmm. a lot of fucking expensive cards. You I, you have to... Uh, obviously, Crypto Leaf, right, is not, say, a cheap card, but Crypto Leaf, right, is also at least 10 over dollars. Yes. If, if you want another copy of Crypto Leaf, right, you will need to fucking play... Uh, what is it called? Uh? Earthcraft. Uh, Earthcraft, which is 100 over dollar. Wow, that that is a serious amount of cash. Yeah, just to play to do the Halo Fountain win. Yeah, but obviously to our listeners, if you if your play good is fine with it, you can just always proxy. Yeah, yeah, just say just proxy. And obviously, how to make the deck good? You are making tokens, and you are very mana hungry. Because you you the best land for the deck, the land that I always tutor for will be fucking Cradle. Yeah, hey. so the the deck is needlessly expensive just to do a very mediocre thing. But I'm proud to say that I think I have still need in a way to be as efficient as possible or as streamlined as possible to go for the Halo Fountain win. But obviously, mm-hmm. like I mentioned previously, I have the Luminous Angel, uh, not Luminous Angel, I have the, whatever the, the Angel's name combo plus the Sack Outlet. And I also have the, the most boring one, the Crater Hoof Behemoth win. You know, I actually think if your deck was more dedicated to the Crater Hoof win, it would just be more consistent. Yeah, of course. Of course it will be. <laughs> is that even a question? On your on your instead make a bunch of token, my turn tutor critter hoof beat win. I had and I can remove uh I can play uh actual useful token generator. I can also take out three I have three empty deck slot because the slot I'm using for crit uh for Halo Fountain, Crypto Leaf Right plus the Earthcraft can be taken out as well. But anyway, we're on the topic of uh what's it called? Naya. So I, I keep trying to find the... I kept trying to think of their name, but I cannot think of the name. Ah, Cabaretti. Okay, Cabaretti. This oh, yes. is the is, is a very big plus for the Naya players, especially the modern Naya players, CEDH Naya players. So, because we just got a fuck ton of Naya combos. So, we'll start first with the Vivian combo. Mitch, take it away. You know the combo very well. Oh, okay. It's just somehow get up Vivian, or you cast Vivian, or you have the... What was it? Plain... Uh, plane bound accomplish. Plane bound accomplish. You just cheat, cheat her out. You plus the Vivian. You pot away a three mana uh creature. You find the cat Felida Felida Guardian, I think. Yeah. I, I think it's Felida Guardian. Yes, Felida Guardian. You find Felida Guardian. You bling the the Vivian. You pot away the uh Felida Guardian. You find Kami Guide. Kami Guide brings back uh Felida Guardian. You bling the Vivian again. Then you pot away the 
Fernanda Guardian, you find Kiki, he copies the Kami Guy, Kami Guy brings back Fernanda Guardian, and then you Kiki plus Fernanda Guardian beat everyone for the win. The chain sounds very long, but essentially it's a Vivian plus any 3CMC, and if you are using the Plain Block Accomplish, the Plain Block Accomplish itself is a 3CMC combo. Uh, the exciting thing for quite a lot of CEDH players is essentially the combo is a 3-mana combo. So uh, if you, as long as your Naya Commander is 3CMC, you, you can always just play this combo and you always have the other piece in your command zone. So, Mitch, what is your opinion on the combo? I think it's actually really cool. Mm. Um, and more importantly, I think it's actually competitively viable. In, at the very least, uh, modern or something like that. But mm. I would say even in CEDH, it is uh, quite yes. viable. A, lot of, a, a few CEDH players are quite excited about it. Lah. Jonathan, what is your opinion on it? I'm very excited, you know why? Because now your your blood, your pot combos won't die to a bloody null rod. That's why. Ah yes. So the <laughs> the, the discussion was uh those people that used to play the the archetype known as blood pot. So you're playing Timna the blood sower plus uh eh, not Timna Tana the blood sower and Timna yes. the Weaver. So what you will do is because you're playing pot in the deck, but you are also playing collector oof and null rod. So you are essentially dead. But by having the Vivian in the in the uh, in the deck, you can technically just use Vivian to pot away the the Tana, eh, the Timna, sorry, and then you can start the combo from there. Or if you don't have your uh collector oof or your Nara on the battlefield, you can also do the same combo just with the burning pot itself. And the deck, I think I believe has always been on the Kiki line to win. Previously yes. I I believe it used to be on Snoop, but don't quote me on that. I have never piloted the deck, but I think they used to be on Snoop. But yeah. I, I will say first, uh, I was not so on this line. When Mitch first told me this combo, uh, I was rolling my eyes. I was like, what the fuck? It's six mana, leh. But then the more, yes. the, the more I think about it, I think it's like, okay, leh, because you have lines, now you have you have arena rector lines, you can set your arena rector, and you go from there, you know. At the end of the day, whether I like it or not, it's a one-card combo. Just Vivian is just there, can really. So, so lah, the yeah, it helps you fight through some stacks or artifact stacks, which I suppose it's good enough for the six mana cost. It goes through. It goes through. What's it mm. called, by the way? It goes through. Uh, what's it called? Rule of law. Because you just technically need to cast the Vivian. Mm. Yeah, you just need to cast the Vivian. That's also quite yeah. interesting. Mm. So it actually goes through a lot of stack. Uh, a lot of stacks, and if you have arena rector, right, it goes through almost. Uh, it can go through counter spell as long as you can sack away the arena rector. So, I think at the end of the day, I'm quite sold on the combo. I haven't decided on where I want to put it in the deck. At the same time, I'm still looking for my Vivian. But it's most likely I'm going to have the combo just somewhere like in my collection. And when I want to play another commander and do it, I'll just do it. Lor. Yeah, At least your, you know, your collector oath doesn't cut you anymore now. Yeah, correct. <laughs> so, a lot of uh, CDH that are quite excited for this. Talking... So, I mean, huh? when uh, I first looked at the combo, I also rolled my eyes. And then I got excited for it. Yeah, then it, is, it was quite, uh, what is it called? It's a surprise eater, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is just like, you know, the disease I have now. The, his ex- niche excitement was quite contagious, so I also got excited about it. Oh, C-word disease. Chlamydia. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about powerful-ass Naya combo. Oh, damn. Let's talk about the... Where co- Vivian might actually go in. Yes. Honestly, yes. yes. Can we agree first? All three of us can agree this card was a mistake and they should have never printed this card. Yes. I'm I'm surprised they didn't went for the cash grab and put it in Mythic. 
Mitch, do you think it's fair? Do you think, do we agree that they should have never printed this? They should have printed it, but you know, just give it a cost and you can search for things underneath that cost. And make it like 20 million restriction or something like they always do. Yes. What's with this? Any creature you want that's X cost. Who would have thought printing a fucking card of calling in your command zone will result into having a very broken commander? So, the card we will be talking about will be Rocco Cabaretti Caterer. So, it's X, Naya, red, green, white. Legendary Elf Druid. It has to be an elf. Don't know why, but apparently, it has to be an elf. When Rocco Cabaretti enters the battlefield, Rocco Cabaretti Caterer enters the battlefield. If you cast it, you may search your library for a creature card with mana value X or less. Put it into the battlefield, then shuffle. So, essentially... Court of Calling. So, we have a few lines. Let's go with the first line. Uh, essentially, it's a food chain commander. So, uh, Mitch, do you want to run down the food chain commander? The food chain line? Well, I cannot remember the name of the... But the basics of it is you have food chain out, cast Rocco for six, uh, possibly through sacking stuff through food chain, and then you and bring out uh, Squee, you can bring out the other one. <laughs> The okay, the, the, the one that you're talking about is Moonblast Cleric, the tutor. But yes, uh, you, you don't actually have to get up Moonblast Cleric if you already have the food chain out. But Roko can just get up Moonblast Cleric, draw the food chain that's on top of the deck that you search for with Moonblast Cleric. Then you can cast the food chain, sack both Roko and uh, Moonblast Cleric. Uh, and then from the command zone, cast Roko again. Search for Squee or Eternal Scourge. Then you have Infinite Mana. You can sack the Roko. You can search for any one of your thousand combo pieces. Yeah. Oh, damn it. So strong. Zero card combo. Essentially, your combo exists in your command zone. It's not even a one card combo. It's a zero card. It's so stupid because one, you are playing Roko. Uh, almost every deck is running it. You are already playing uh, Sensei Dividing Top. So if you can, you have Top on the battlefield, you can go for the Moonblast Rhine. Get Roko, cast Moonblast. Uh, get the Moonblast. Tap, tap your Top. Draw the... What is it called? Draw the food chain. Go for the combo. Or if you have any of those creature when that has the or any card that has the ability when a creature enter the battlefield. So like things like Guardian Project, enter the battlefield, draw a card. You will cast Roko, get Moonblast Caloric. Uh, the guard you will trigger it. You will trigger Moonblast first. Put your food chain on top. Resolve the Guardian Project trigger and then draw your food chain and go off from there. Simple. The combo builds itself. Jesus the- Christ. There's even the um lines with Vivian where you can just search for what's that card's name? Arena uh, Rector. You can search for Arena Rector. Yes, correct. So Arena oh, Rector, yes, fine. Arena Rector. Vivian three. comes out. Oh look, Roko is three mana. <laughs> yes, correct. So you will cast Roko for seven, uh four for the Arena Rector. Have a one shot sack outlet, sack the Arena Rector, get back uh get Vivian from your graveyard from your deck, sack Roko and then you got the combo from there so a lot of people are super excited about it and you know what's the best thing Roko is a fucking elf so you will be you can also use Wirewood Symbiote to reset Roko so, oh the elf that the legendary creature type line oh my god elf my elf can be every other thing other than elf no but they want to be you know they, they insist on elf so you are in red, green, white. You will have access to... What's the name of the card? You have access to... The stupid druid. The one that gives you the mana. I certainly cannot think of the name. The one oh, basi- shit. Basically, it gives you the mana for... uh One mana for every colored 
creature on the battlefield of that color. So, uh, you will get Naya, or you will play the Three Folk, and then you'll get Naya, then you can return to your hand, Roko, and then untap, and then you have the Roko mana, and then you just have to pay the X cost. So, or if you are even more of a baller, or in the sense that you have things like Titania, uh, the priest, eh, priestess, priest of Titania, and you have already have a lot of elves in the battlefield, and she can tap for a fuck ton of mana, return Roko, pay Boros plus the ma- the green you get from her, and then the rest of the X pay from her, rinse and repeat. You can build him as an elf ball commander. You can build him as a Naya turbo commander. You can build him as Naya stacks. You can build him as Naya food chain. He can be built anywhere. I, I, do- I don't know what else to talk about. Froko oh, there's, only, there's only one way to build him anyways. He's just powerful. Technically, right? he is yes. just fucking powerful. He... Who will have fucking thought by printing a fucking tutor on a stick is gonna break the fucking commander? And I think even if you don't, even if you don't play the uh food chain combo and you just play like semi casual kind of blinky effect, is still broken kind of. Uh, if you no, you have to cut no, it. no, no. Like I said, sorry, blinky as in bu- putting it back to your hand, not uh. Ah, yeah, yeah. Flash and coming. Yeah, yes. yeah. You talking yes. about yes? Why <clears throat> you can also technically if you really want to, and it's not say like. It's very difficult. You can do the you can do dog side loops with him. It's not very hard. If you already have the dog side in hand, use Roko to get Demon Saber to finish. If you want to be kinky, use the dog side. Use Roko. Roko get uh, what's it called? Get the stupid dwarf. Sack your sex your thing. Find the an uh Cobblestone Curio and then rinse and repeat and then you can get you can do the dog side loop as well. I think yeah. it's disgusting as well that you can, uh, even in CDH you just. If you happen to have the team is able to win hand, you just five mana search out Dockside, then you go off from there. And win. Oops. Oops. The, the, the crazy thing is, right, because the X cost is part of your commander cost, you can use Jeweled Lotus to pay for it as well. God <laughs> damn. Yeah, so, I mean, not much to say about lah. I honestly, the, the card is insanely powerful. Just, if you really want to do it, it's, it's gonna gi- it's gonna be a CDH commander guarantee like Mitch say definitely Mitch you were saying tier 1 right at least tier 1 yeah Mitch say it's tier 1 and I would agree it's most likely a tier 1 and it's if I'm not making a fish commander high chance I'm gonna be making him because I love playing my food chain combos so ah uh, yes food chain <laughs> win games yes food chains win games as a pay to win say but yeah pretty much that that's about it all the card itself is powerful I mean, I'm quite surprised. Uh, like, I've, we went to do a dig dive. About, that's actually, even though... I will ask first, Mitch, I asked you a few times, actually, what's your personal opinion on the set of Streets of New Capanna? I think the majority of the set is underwhelming. But there are a few standout cards, which are just... Why do you print this? Jonathan, what do you think of Streets of New Capanna? I would say it's a jank player's wet dream. <laughs> <laughs> but, but like what Mitch said, uh, it's like... It's quite surprising that uh they decide to throw balance out of the window for a set like this. I mean, I don't think like design wise, design wise. I believe it's not the set itself. It's just a few com a few cuts. Mm, it's a few combo. Yeah, yeah. They decide a few to cuts. Say, you know, Fuck it. You know, let's do it like that. Because yeah, yeah. I'm more like screw it. Uh, no one's gonna play this set anyways. Yeah, correct. Like I, I'm honestly quite surprised that we managed to find uh eight combos or eight synergies in the deck. Uh, I one I definitely did Luxio was super obvious. Vivian, super obvious. Mm. Uko, super obvious. But things like Arcane Com- Bombardment, though, albeit Jank, 
things like bootleg uh TV time C bootlegger time C Genie Fape uh plus the Angel, albeit very jank, it is still part of the it is still playable uh. It will make any Timmy player I think will be quite happy lor. Hey, can I try something? What about yes. Oscar rubbish reclaimer and Necropotons? Oscar. Oscar. Uh, uh the one that when you discard a card, you may cast it. But isn't it a uh, isn't Necropotons allow you uh Necropotons were replace it with a uh, exile? Wait, it's called Oscar. O S K R. Oh okay, found it. Rubbish reclaimer. Oh wow, damn, that name suits me. Wait, I thought the Necropotons will replace the discard to uh exile. You were still uh, able to no. cast the spell, me? Because uh Necropotons is a trigger. Oscar is also a trigger. So because you own both triggers, you you can arrange it however you want. So the Oscar trigger can go first, then you can cast whatever you want, and then the Necropotence resolve later, but the card is no longer where it's supposed to be. Oh, so you can so-called technically instant speed, draw as much card as you can from your deck, and then instant speed cast all the spell. Lah. You know, eh? so if you can try for a risky thing, like uh, I draw 39 cards, and then try me from there, a, a different kind of Ethnos, I guess. Oh, shit. <laughs> shit, shit, shit. You hey, ruffle my jimmies. <laughs> hey, Jordan. Got, uh, hey, yes. got blue-black, eh? Can Torica. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit, shit, shit. <laughs> I, I need to give credit where credit is due. Um, I actually saw all this uh, on a Reddit thread. Um, a CDH site review. Uh, user Hapetra98 EDH uh, was actually talking about Oscar the rubbish reclaimer and there was actually a bunch of things that were quite interesting and were completely off my radar. I really thought he was a rubbish card, but a lot of things are actually kind of legit. Why is your name Hapatra98? Not Please, me. I mean the Some... guy. Please don't tell me you're playing Hapatra CEDH. That would be so sad. He has given us uh, Oscar the Rubbish Reclaimer Jeng. Hey Jordan, it's up on your yeah. alley. Eh? Oh, should, I make, should I make this? Yeah. I don't even think he's that janky. I think it's like maybe 2.5? 3? Maybe? Yeah. Out of five? Uh, out of like, ten? Yeah. Oh, okay. The, the combo, I think, I mean, the combo should is efficient as it is. Uh, because you are playing, what's it called? You are playing... Oscar is just already blue-black, so you already have the Tasa Oracle combo. The other one that I was thinking of, because... Not, okay, the... Obviously, the problem is Oscar causing five, but technically, you can circumvent that by having... In the group, you have three different CMC. La. So, you will be running fetches. That's really one. You just need another two card. So, it's actually quite okay. You can run things like... uh, What's it called? Frantic Search. So, with Oscar, you play Frantic Search. You discard. And then, uh, you can cast it from your graveyard instead. And then, you can untap your land and use the land that you to untap to cast all those spells. I think it's okay. Uh. I think there's a one mana surveil cantrip. One mana surveil cantrip? Just one mana is draw and surveil, is it? I think so. Mm, I so can't, I can't think of it now. Um, let me try and find. But essentially, if you have that kind of cantrip, it's turn to play, cause you just have to find something that's not one or zero. One mana surveil MTG. Uh, don't have lay. Not that I can. Not that I can think of. I went to Google. I went to find. There's two. Ah, uh, there's no one mana, but there is two mana. I mean, for one of them is careful study lah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Careful study. I feel like there's a surveil cantrip. I, I I might be wrong. But this is only if you discard, right? Surveil is not a discard, what? 
Oh, but you're just using the uh the surveil as a way to make him cheaper, is it? Yep, that's or, my idea. Oh, I I think you are thinking of consider. It's, it doesn't technically have the word surveil on it. Uh, consider is one mana. Look at the top card of your library. You may put that card into your graveyard. Draw a card. Yes, that's the card I'm thinking about. Oh, but yeah. yes, you can. You got top scour as well, lah. That too. So there's a lot of options which you can reasonably cast him on third two and uh more or less uh very consistently cast him on turn three. Which I think is quite okay for uh CDH. Hmm? So Jordan, when? Oh I, I like how you just you just look at this corner and say, hey, when? <laughs> it's probably an Adnos like I'm pretty sure it's running Adnos. Uh, obviously, you this is almost it's, this is almost as bad as Silas Ren. Almost, yeah. uh, it's it's a it's a fairer Silas Ren. How about it? It's hundred percent on Ennos. I'm pretty sure, and it's a yeah. Oracle combo, which is your favorite. Obviously, hey, you are a little bit sad that you cannot run your intuition, you cannot run your Underworld Bridge, but it's a high risk, high reward. Uh, Ennos combo. I mean, technically, you still can run intuition. You just cannot run the brain freeze combo. Ah, uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. You, will still, you can still run the intuition, you can just technically discard the intuition from something and then go for intuition from there. Mm. What happened? Okay, okay, okay. What happened, right? Uh, oh, no. Yes. Oh, no, no. I'm thinking of a different name because I'm Wait. thinking of uh, cards they say shuffle into your graveyard. Okay. Uh, quick question now, Mitch. When you, they say when you whenever you discard a non-end card, right, you may cast it from your graveyard. So if something forces you to like will your hand, do you trigger it for each card when you discard it? Yes, right? Yes. So if you will... Let's say seven cards, uh, you get seven triggers. Oh, well, that's yeah, very nice. Order however you want. Thank you very much. Uh, as long as they obey the restriction, the uh, timing restrictions, basically. There's no timing restriction. No timing restriction. You can cast sorcery at instant speed. Oh, oh my god. You can cast sorcery at instant speed. You can cast creature with as though they have flash. Which is why I'm talking about the Necropotence thing. Because uh, you can... Wow. Reasonably speaking, if you have the mana open. Yeah. Try and draw 39. You happen to draw... Uh, consultation, you draw Toriko, you draw everything in. Oh wow, I have both cards. I cast both. <laughs> and then you just win for your end step, just like your favorite Kitrock monster. It's like end step, clean up step, trigger kind of thing nonsense again. Oh my god. Uh... Oh no, he has an erection now. <laughs> oh god, I, I can't stand up now. Shit. <laughs> so Jordan went. My stiffness is blocking, blocking, me, from, blocking me from the table. Oh. <laughs> I, ex- I expect soon. Oh, I, I require the link from... I require the Reddit link from you, good sir. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that I posted it in the group, you piece of shit. Oh yeah, he did, he did, he did, he did. He did. Just scroll up, don't, okay, be okay. Fucking, don't be fucking lazy. Okay. But with that said, welcome... Uh, today's topic is slightly shorter, but we just hope you guys uh, enjoy your time. Listening to our voices. Yeah, <laughs> I am a little bit sick, so I am not as hyped as I used to be, and... You know, I'm not as excited as I usually am. But uh, before I before we go to the end, okay? If any of you, okay? If any of you got on your hands on the Taiwan slash Chinese... Uh, you piece of Gala, shit. Uh, Gala Gritter, uh, the German Gala Gritter, uh, and the Russian Gala Gritter. You know what, fuck yeah, at this point, I think the Korean one looks pretty also. The Korean Gala Gritter as well. Uh, oh, you can... You know, you can message us on the Twitter. All the links down below. You just put them like, Hey, Hanser, I have the Chinese Gala Gritter. Then you just send me a picture. You know, you DM me. We'll settle it via paper. I'll send it to you. I'll give you my mailing address. Send it to me. 
To be hey, fair, if you have extra copies, I also want. I also want them to. Eh? Excuse I, me. I would like to request for producer to cut out both. Hey. All of this. No, we cannot. Producer, hey, you okay? You see, okay, the Chinese, the Chinese one, the chances are low. Okay, but we technically, for some weird reason, we have a small. I think one or two people listening from Germany, based on the our statistic. So the Germany player, you guys can understand English. Get your hands on the Gala Twitter. Send it to me. Yes. You. I believe I have one Russian listener, so I I know you guys, you know the situation is like what. Well, but please, get me the gala, <laughs> get me the gala gritter. Shameless. <laughs> uh, my Chinese is not very good. Hey, maybe they. Uh, <laughs> that is very true. Maybe right. We our voice is just like uh. Soothing like, for them. ASMR. You know, ASMR. You know, like when we play, sometimes we play game. Especially recently, we've been. Uh, hey, Jordan, talking about the game. Have you bought the game yet? Which game? Oh no, haven't yet. Yeah. Soon, soon, soon. So, so power simulator. Sometimes you know you just put a podcast or whatever on the back. You don't really listen to it. Then they are just listen English. They just listen to us. But then suddenly I speak in Chinese. They're like, oh, I understand, brother. What do you need? I got you. Oh, shit. Yeah. You never know. You never you know. Never know. You, you must hope. You know, hope for the best. This is German, right? Yeah, yeah. This German. Hey, no, yeah. This German. The the French one is the one that doesn't look very nice. Yeah, yeah. The German one is the one. Yeah. So with that said, again, Twitter link everything down below. I know I said it multiple times, and I know I have we have yet to fulfill our promise, but we finally finally decide to put it into motion. Uh, Mitch is going to for a holiday soon, and hopefully, if I recover from the virus in time i also get to go to overseas next week when we are back we are planning to have uh our first youtube video coming out yay yeah so we got our fourth player so the person that we like to constantly mention Wen Xiao, is gonna be our fourth player i know if you guys want the producer son to play and you want to hear producer son lovely lovely voice the twitter is down below send it to us i will let him know that you guys want to hear his voice yes by the will of our audience yes he so cannot yes. deny no he has to cringe at his own voice when he's doing the editing. <laughs> but our first episode most likely will be with Wen Shao. We will record it uh, when we get back from our trips. So if I don't get to go back, means I guess I just got more weeks to... I got one extra week oh. to practice. Pra- uh, the only trip I'll be doing is to the office. God damn it. Oh, you need to go back soon, huh? Ah, uh, soon, soon. <laughs> I, it's in talk today. But with that said, again, thank you for listening to us. Uh... I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. If you guys enjoyed the combo episode, I know most... The reason why I like to talk about it because I know most podcasts, they are very anti-combo. They think combos are not the way EDH should be played. But in my personal opinion, those people can just go fuck themselves. Combo, win game, they close game. EDH games have to end. So, we enjoy talking about combo. If you enjoy listening to it, again, everything down below. And once again, thank you for listening to us. We'll see you guys again. You know what? If I cannot go on my trip, we'll see you guys next week. If not, we'll see you when we get back. Then maybe we'll, <laughs> we'll have an episode with just me and Jonathan because every other time it's me and Mitch. Sure. <laughs> Thank you for listening to us for another week. Good night, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.